Welcome back to Big Sky Buckets. I'm Big Sky, and I'm just a guy talking ball. Today, we're going to go over the games that happened last night for opening day. Uh, Warriors, Suns came second. Lake, Lakers, Nuggets came first. Uh, both were honestly really good games, um, just in very different ways. But we'll start with the Nuggets, Lakers. This video is going to be... Just short, talking about what I saw from the games. Just kind of like a little late post-game analysis. But for the most part, Nuggets picked up exactly where they left off. Jokic still looking to me like the best player in the world. Triple-double. If your box score watching, it looks really good, you know, on 50%. Shooting for the most part, maybe a little bit over. Um, there's not too much to talk about the Nuggets other than the main criticism being their bench was not as bad as one thought they could have been in the first game of the season. But Jamal had some ups and downs. It was a little bit more of a roller coaster, but finished with 21 points. Um, KCP looked incredible, especially defensively. The active hands, it's something that we were shown flashes of for the most part during the playoff run they made last year, but it looks really, really, I wouldn't say improved. It just feels more prominent now. His his defense and just getting the passing lanes, active hands, all of that. Uh, Aaron Gordon, 15 points. He he was great. He, he did his thing as, you know, tertiary, fourth option, basically. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., again, streaky shooter. I'm wondering if he can – Clean that up a bit, but he had a double-double. That's one of the things that if you're a Nuggets fan or just Michael Porter Jr. fan, I guess, uh, you're looking to see him. If, if, he's, if the shot is not falling for the most part, what else is he doing to contribute to winning? And up until like this playoff run or most of last year, that has been an area of just, is it defense? Is it rebound? Tonight it was rebounding. Um, 12 points, 12 rebounds. That's... That's a, that's a solid stat line right there. Getting a double-double in the first game is really great. And then, I mean, to talk about the Lakers. Um, there are a few issues. Let's talk about the, the good. The good, Torian Prince was looking like prime Clay Thompson out there. Every catch-and-shoot three basically was guaranteed to go in. So he had about 18 points he couldn't miss. It was... It was honestly special. I was shocked. Um, LeBron James, even though he only played 29 minutes, which is one of the key points we're going to talk about in a little bit. Uh, 21 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists. He was... he. Whenever he was on the floor, they were basically... They weren't beating the Nuggets, but they were winning. And that's what you... The weirdest thing I'm about to say is, like, you don't necessarily want to see that if you're the Lakers. Like, it's obviously great whenever you have a player, especially someone like LeBron, um, being that positive of an impact. But the problem here is that I think at the age that LeBron is at, he wants to, as many people have talked about, pass the torch to AD. And if it's still, like, it's positive when he's on the floor and the team is negative when he's not, that is an issue. Which brings us to the main issue, Anthony Davis. Now, 
yesterday when I was talking about the West standings, I emphasized that I don't believe that Anthony Davis has the consistency to be a number one option on a championship winning team. And tonight is a perfect example. Now, I'm going to tell you what his first half points are. And I'm going to let you sit on that. Really make you think about how, how many points he had when the game ended. In the first half of this game, the first tw 24 minutes of 48, he had 17 points. Pretty good. That's pretty good. Against, against Jokic, um, really good. He was looking really fluid. You know, um, he was playing aggressive. How many points do you think he ended the game with? If you guessed 17 points, you would be correct. 17 points in the first half, zero in the second half. This is kind of the problem. Now, he tried playing. He, he was playing fairly good defense. But he's, he's one of the best defenders in the, in the game. Like, that's not what we're talking about here. Have better, better rebounding, more assist, all of that good stuff. The, the problem the problem here is that there's like an offensive break there's like there's something that up there that's just like for some reason even if the shots aren't falling he could easily just there's a point especially in the first half where Jokic started like stay like he he wouldn't contest because he had two fouls he didn't want to get in foul trouble if you're Anthony Davis you just go at him like and get to the line. He didn't. He couldn't even get to the line in the second half. So I, I don't know. And the bench for them, for the most part, was meh. I, there's not too much to talk about. Um, starting five for the most part is good. I, I'm surprised that Torian Prince got the start. Um, of one small thing, I, I'm just making sure because I, I felt like I heard on. The broadcast last night, they talked about, like, like in the middle or la late third quarter, the Lakers put in, uh, <laughs> Darvin Ham put in Jalen hood Shafino, their rookie, after having not played him at all in the game. I'm just looking through the stats. It doesn't look like that was the case. I'm so glad that's not the case because I was going to come here and kind of slam that mindset. Like, if a player hasn't played all game and you're putting him in right before, like, the fourth quarter, that's... During a, an actual very high intense game, that's dumb as hell. It's that's bad, uh, but that didn't happen. Basically, the Nuggets led the whole game, but it was a really close game throughout until it. This this had shades of the Western Conference Finals from last year. Uh, the the Nuggets just pulled away at one point. The the Lakers just couldn't do anything, and I think I saw someone say on <clears throat> I I don't remember who. I was on social media, maybe like Twitter or something, um, that playing the Nuggets is deceiving because it seems like every time that Jokic, uh, like it seems like it's always close, but in reality what's happening is that during the non-Jokic minutes, the teams come back, and if you aren't winning uh, by the end of the non-Jokic minutes, it's just, it, it, was, it, was, it was a trick. Basically, is because the second he comes in, he's going to absolutely dominate everyone else. So, and I think there's some truth to that. If you can't win the non-Jokic minutes, so like in the second quarter and the fourth quarter, I don't know what to tell you. Like, you just kind of screwed. He's like the ultimate offensive force in the game right now. And that's why I think he's the best player. But 
that was that. Um, there's some question marks with the Lakers. I don't know if I feel super great about my prediction of them being the number two seed. Still feel great about Denver, but let's get to the other two teams that have a little bit more question marks. The Lakers, this will work itself out. We just, it's really just about watching Anthony Davis, but um, let's talk about the Suns Warriors game. This was also just an absolute banger of a game, just in the opposite way. The other way was like, we had seen it before. What a great matchup. It was like the fifth game of the Western Conference Finals. This one was, this was, this was a phenomenal, gross game. Just bad shooting all around. Aside from a couple of players, it, it, they they were getting physical like both games were kind of physical but this one this one had shades of like okay i we had established before the like lakers and nuggets are kind of creating a rivalry this is like the seed of the beginning of one that the players are just getting in each other's faces getting super pissed like the refs just getting hounded by players it was <laughs> and, and there was a it, it started at 10 a little bit after 10 p.m. eastern and I'm thinking this should end by 12, 12.30. And you get closer, you're getting basically to one o'clock. Like there's so many fouls being called. It is just grimy. It's, but that makes a good game too. And let's, let's break down the two teams. To me, I, I, I kind of want to focus on the Warriors. So I'm going to start with the Suns because without Bradley Beal playing, it's kind of hard to truly analyze, um, the Phoenix Suns, as currently constructed, I, I need to see all three of you know their big three play. But I will say this: the three best players were easily Devin Booker. We're gonna get uh, we're gonna touch on that a little bit. Yusuf Nurkic, and if you thought it was Kevin Durant, you would be wrong. Josh Okogie. Those were my top three Suns players yesterday. They played phenomenal. I see what they want to do with uh, Nurkic. I still don't think he's great defensively, but using him as a rebounder and a facilitator for the offense is really good. Devin Booker in that first half just scorched earth. Shades of like Kobe Bryant or just any just great uh, score ever. In his bag, middies, catch and shoot threes, pull up threes, getting to the rim, getting to the basket, getting to the line. He was 8 of 10, 21 points. Um, but the real difference in this game was is that by starting the game off that way, he commanded their attention over Kevin Durant near the end of the game. And I'm just going to kind of jump ahead real quick because there, there's a lot more to talk about the Warriors uh, than with the Suns. But really here, my biggest question mark with this team – the, the biggest one is, like, who's going to be the point guard? And I heard a lot of people say, like, Bradley Beal or Devin Booker. And I understand the Devin Booker pick uh, pick now. He had about – let's take a look. I think it was, like, eight assists. Yeah, he had eight assists and 32 points. He, he was – he's flirting with the triple-double there. Um, what he does is because he demands so much attention near the end of games. And th this is where the assists really just started – the fourth quarter is where it, it, they just went up and up and up because he was demanding so much attention. Going through a pick and roll, he might like he they might decide like maybe we're gonna double team and he would just pass like 
you know, run a pick and roll, get the ball to Yusuf Nurkic, bucket. Get the ball, like, get a ball to cutting uh, Josh Akogi, bucket. Get it to uh, Kevin Durant. He, he had done such a great job for at least, the third quarter was kind of eh, but for the first half, the Golden State Warriors game plan was like, don't let him score. So if he has the ball, what he does is he draws attention and it leads to one of the other four men on the court basically open. And it's actually how he won the game is passing the ball. And so it's weird that his playmaking skills basically come from the gravity that he's starting to, that he's creating and put pressing on the defense that if you let me get a shot off is actually worse than if I pass the ball, which is going to be a dialogue. And I think there might be a reason here why um, I think if Bradley, uh, Bradley Beal and Kevin Durant are all-stars, then this probably won't happen. But if only one of them is, and the other one might be more injured or something, I, I think there's a road, there is a road for Devin Booker to be MVP. He, he looks great offensively and he's a good defender. Maybe not uh, all world, but yeah, he he was the star of the show for the Suns last night, and uh, that was impressive. But w- the real analysis will come when I finally get to see all three play together at the same time. The Warriors, <clears throat> this is concerning to me. Um, again, you started Chris Paul. I didn't love that. I don't think I ever will. He had like nine assists, so like great for him. He's going to get those numbers regardless if he comes off the bench or if he starts. But main problem here, and it's something to monitor, the Clay Thompson inconsistency along with the Andrew Wiggins inconsistency and old Chris Paul, uh, that puts so much more pressure on Steph Curry to carry. Therefore, it puts more pressure on him defensive, like defensively uh to or the defense is basically like if these guys like you can gamble on letting clay thompson get an open three or andrew wiggins get an open three or chris paul get an open three you can't gamble on steph curry so they're more inclined to double and triple team him and a lot of that was happening now we we can just probably wrap this up to this is a bad shooting night but basically all around like kevin durant was like Going back to the Suns, I think it was, it was just not efficient at all. Uh, Steph was like 8 of 20 from the field and like 4 of 14 or something from 3. Those nights are going to happen. It's the first night, whatever. But there is something to be said that I like this team. The Warriors are very good defensively. I just am starting to notice that the Jonathan Kaminga or Moses Moody getting moved to the starting lineup, they're not very good offensively, at least out the out the gate. Now, things could change. Maybe Clay gets a little bit of his – becomes a little bit more consistent. Maybe Andrew Wiggins. Consistency from Wiggins is not something I'm going to bank on, and I'm starting to be cons- – the main thing that I really want to talk about here was, A, I'm still – I still feel uh, – confident in my take that Chris Paul needs to come off the bench for this team to be good. And that I did say that they come out slow. This Clay Thompson stuff is the concern to me. 
if he's going to be this inconsistent and not be as good defensively anymore because of the injuries, and I get it, 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 we might be looking at this team down the line and say they made a mistake trading Jordan Poole. And I, I was one of the people that said he needed to go because there were bad vibes in this uh, on this team. But it's there's no bona fides after this first game. There's no bona fide second option on this team. There's there's not there's not one that's efficient enough. And they could have won that game, but there's so many for the Steph Curry misses. He's taking very hard shots. Sometimes they will fall. Sometimes they won't. It, that's how the life of a three-point shooter works. It was just a lot of the Wiggins and Clay Thompson. There, there were moments of like, man, the Warriors need this. Or, or even Chris Paul. He didn't make a single three. That's a problem for a team that basically revolutionized the three-pointer. Like really to the degree that the, the era we're living in in the NBA is basically because of the Warriors. If he can't do that, then have him come off the bench because that cannot work around Steph Curry in the starting lineup. But yeah, this is this is a good, this was a fun little experimental game, I feel like. In my mind, this is like an experiment of like you get to see how the Chris Paul stuff works. You get a first little taste of the new look Suns. This was a fun game. They you just come out with a lot more questions for Honestly, both teams, but you feel more confident in the Suns after this, obviously, because they won. And obviously, to me, it's because Devin Booker, I, I mean, he seemed like the best player on on the floor. I, I, he had the most points, but it was the stat line. It was, it, he looked like the leader. There were a lot of times in the game that I was thinking, Kevin Durant, I need you to do something for me, man. Whether it's for fantasy or other things, like, what are you doing? And he would just kind of stand there, and for the most part, it was, all right, Devin Booker, like, it's your time to cook. If you need to pass, like, you can pass. You do what you want, and we will follow. And that that was the most interesting thing. And then I've already kind of gotten into the Warriors, but that's probably it for this video. I just kind of wanted to break down. Right now, I'm not going to, like, power rank. Eventually, we'll get there. But feeling good about the Nuggets – I'm feeling optimistic about the Suns. There's something there. I, I just need to see more. Uh, and then the Lakers and Warriors, there are some question marks. I'd say that like you come out with like thumbs up for Nuggets, thumbs up for Suns. Obviously, you come out with thumbs up for the winners. But I'm surprised that the teams that lost, there was such an emphasis on at least one player on each of these teams. And each one of those players is like super indicative of how far these teams will go come postseason time and maybe even regular season. There's there's concern to be had. I wouldn't like uh I wouldn't let the sirens go off right now, like of like, oh, like we're in DEFCON one, but you're starting to look over there and say, oh, that DEFCON five is looking kind of suspicious. Like it's kind of looking kind of good. Uh it's the first game. You don't want to overreact. I just have some little thoughts of like, hmm, keep these in your mind as you like, if you're continuing to watch the NBA, these, it was a great job by uh, the commissioner to make these four games. Uh, these two games um, be the slate. I was kind of interested as to why there wasn't even an Eastern conference uh, teams. We've done that in the past, but these were two bangers of a game, two bangers of games. Um, yeah.
this was uh, this was good. It, the NBA is back, and we're gonna get a whole bunch of ga- different games tonight. I don't. I'm obviously not gonna be able to watch all of them. Uh, I'll try. I'm gonna try and watch as many, maybe not as many as I can today, but like I'm gonna try and watch each of these teams, like a game that involves teams I haven't seen yet, and then eventually I'm gonna start doing like week one. I don't know if power rankings to start, but it will devolve into that later and just kind of talk about the things I see from each of these teams that kind of match up with the predictions I've done. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, this is good stuff. This was very good for the start of the NBA season. That's what. That, that's how I'll end this. But um, <clears throat> thank you for watching. Uh, subscribe if you're new. Leave a like, comment. Let me know how you thought about these teams if you've seen them. Uh, let me know if you think my reactions are way too... I'm overreacting too much to start the season. Or if you think I might be onto something. I don't know. But uh, I think I should be back again tomorrow for some of the games that I watched. I'm going to go watch Hawks <laughs> Charlotte with my boy Joe. Um because uh, I, I want to see Quinn Snyder's Hawks. When when the games matter, now that the games matter, like the preseason stuff, we're out of here. Let's see what real basketball means. I'm going to try and catch moments of Minnesota and Toronto because I have big bet. Like to me, I have, I'm betting that Toronto is going to fall off and I'm betting that the Timberwolves are going to rise up. So th- those are two betting teams. Let's see what other... Uh, games there are. I don't know about Wizards Pacers personally. God, Ratchet, Rockets Magic would be good. There's just so many 7 o'clock. Oh my God, how many games are at 7 p.m. today? Jeez. Let's spread those out, guys. Come on. Um,. Thunder Bulls could be good. All right, I'll nine thirty. Definitely gonna tune in for Maverick Spurs. Uh, definitely want to see Wimby. I'm concerned that Luca's calf injury is like more important than I thought. But and then yeah, there's not Cavs Nets would be interesting as well. Obviously Celtics Knicks. I know that's on prime time. And then what is the other primetime game? Is that Maverick Spurs? Uh I'm not sure. <clears throat> I don't know, but I, I might be back tomorrow for another video. Just the teams that I watched, given my analysis overall. And yeah. Thank you for watching again. I know this outro went a little bit longer than I had planned. Just a lot of rambling. I, that's kind of what I'm about. I just like rant and ramble and stuff. My mind's all over the place. It doesn't really matter. Like create creative just thoughts like trying to like connect the dots it's like i'm theory crafting here but i'm really just talking about basketball (laughs) i don't know all right you guys peace thank you for tuning in again again this went a little bit longer of an outro than i probably wanted but thank you for watching hope to see you soon please subscribe like comment all the good stuff and i will see you later peace